Welcome back everybody to Dragon Cast Z. I am your host Juan and today you are in for a special treat. We are doing a Valentine's edition podcast about all the relationships or not maybe not all of them because then we'd be here a while but like the main relationships from the Dragon Ball saga. So Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z and we're gonna go over who was with who things like that and in this in this podcast there will be some spoilers. So I'm gonna let you know now if you haven't watched all of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z um, there will be a little bit of spoilers here because it's gonna be we're gonna be jumping around in the timelines for this segment so I just want you all to be forewarned also I hope this mic sounds good I'm using a different microphone something I'm trying out and hopefully it all works out let me know if you like this mic or the old mic better it would be greatly appreciated this way you know (laughs) if this mic's no good I could just return it So we're going to jump right into this one and we are going to start off and this is where the first spoiler comes in because we're not too far into Dragon Ball right now. You know, we just we just um, had Yamcha and fighting against like everybody. So this first relationship is and you probably saw it coming, but it is Yamcha and Bulma. So starting off in Dragon Ball, Yamcha was always afraid to be in the same room as any beautiful woman. But at the end of his initial journey with Goku, he ends up dating Bulma. So he ends up dating the smartest woman on the planet. But unfortunately, the relationship was doomed from the beginning. So part of the issue with this relationship was the fact that they're both young and attractive people. So the issue was actually the fact that Yamcha was so attractive that he would always get the attention from other women. That's what something Bulma didn't like. And later on in the series, Bulma witnesses a red ribbon army thief attempting to seduce Yamcha and she took this as a sign that he just wasn't willing to be completely committed to her so in the series the the two kind of go on and off for a while where ultimately um, Yamcha and Bulma just end up splitting apart and it was mainly because of the fact that um, Yamcha was just too distracted at by other women's basically wandering eyes better watch out there fellas because wandering eyes are never a good thing and now for spoiler number two and this is something that we're actually going to be getting to very soon as well in the dragon ball saga is goku and chi chi so goku is pretty much forced into a marriage with chi chi because he he promised he'd marry her and he didn't even know what marriage was and goku despite having two kids with chi chi now um you know gohan and goten He's still pretty clueless about any real expressions of love. And it's pretty clear, like, Goku... I, I don't know how this relationship with Chi-Chi works for him, but it's pretty clear that, like, Goku really has, like, his, like, priorities a little out of whack, if you would say, in the love department, because it's pretty clear that he would much rather train at all times. Like, at one, at one point when he um was in the afterworld, uh, they gave him the opportunity to come back as an angel on Earth for a day, but instead he remained focused on entering the tournament tournament uh on the world tournament rather than reconnecting with like his wife and kids and the only time they really like the only time you really see goku and chi chi interacting like later on the series is just like being concerned about gohan's future like he wants gohan to train and be stronger i would assume so that when he passes away for good that gohan could help like protect the earth and everyone but chi chi just sees him as a delinquent but somehow 
it's like it all it just all works out like the kids gohan and goten are turning out pretty fine so far in the series if you're caught up to date but apparently still nevertheless a strong woman is the best woman for a saiyan on earth apparently so that one's working out somehow and now speaking of gohan we're gonna move on to gohan and videl so for those of you who've seen dragon ball z and the saga this is where videl gets introduced to the series and pretty much videl and gohan are like high school sweethearts so the the way their relationship starts off is like they're very competitive with with each other and then it like like evolves into a romantic relationship and you see like that that like bond grows very strongly between the two of them especially during the world martial arts tournament when and uh, Majin Buu's like henchmen are in the tournament and they beat up Videl really badly and Gohan was to the point where he was about to kill one of them because of how angry he was that how they left Videl in her condition then you see later on in that saga when everybody thinks that Buu killed Gohan Videl says like no like like she says this confidently she's like no Gohan's alive trust me i can feel it and it's almost like it's almost like blind fate but like it's like an actual like connection between the two of them and then like you know you don't you don't see much of the the relationship like in super like you did in during like the boo saga but um but even in the in super you see like there's like a moment where this guy like accuses gohan of like cheating on videl but it was like a whole setup thing where like he he like paid or convinced this chick to like kiss him and then he took photographs and tried showing it to videl and this is while she's pregnant with their kid that ends up like backfiring on this guy and it just shows that like it just goes to show like their bond is like that it's that strong where like she she wouldn't fall for something so stupid like that like like yeah maybe gohan should have probably jumped in front of the the bus on that one and kind of ex- maybe explain that whole situation sooner like yeah he dropped the ball there but but that right there just shows like it's it's true love between them that's why i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that probably they, they're probably the best couple in this whole universe right now with and our next couple is going to be krillin and android 18 and this is probably in my opinion especially after like the the whole super dragon ball super like world tournament thing or universe tournament they might this might be my favorite couple because like i know they haven't been around as long as like goku and chi chi or anyone else really but it's pretty dope like their whole situation how it comes to be so for anybody who knows who's seen dragon ball z during the cell saga android 18 and her brother 17 were sent to kill goku and the z fighters and basically like not to like get too into it but krillin krillin and 18 have like this um confrontation where like she ends up respecting him like he tries to you know defend himself and fight the best he can and basically he he gained 18's respect and then she like menacingly like kind of like spared his life and gave him a kiss on the cheek and even though like krillin was like terrified this man was terrified because her and her brother could have killed him in any moment she just gives him a kiss on the cheek and spares his life but like that right there from that kiss like grew like this relationship that they have now and in that saga you know krillin kind of risks everything to protect 18 at like various parts so basically when all that's done that whole saga is done they got the dragon balls together and summoned shenron and there was a wish left over after they wished everybody back who was killed by um cell and krillin 
tried to use uh that last wish in turning 18 and 17 back into humans because now they're they're androids they're cyborgs however you want to call them and Shenron for whatever reason didn't have the power to do that he that was just a wish he couldn't accomplish so what then Krillin did was he ended up wishing for these um they had the androids have these bombs in them and anybody couldn't like detonate them as long as they figured out how to with these like like they had remotes but I'm sure anybody could have just figured out how to really detonate them in that universe so he wished that those bombs be removed so Chenron was able to do that and he removed those bombs and then basically like once that was done and then 18 found out you know that kind of just helped solidify the bond between the two of them that like there's some deep roots right here between 18 and Krillin you know like they were enemies and then they end up being in a relationship together marrying each other and you see in super how much that relationship grows because then during the the tournament they came up with like a special technique and it's just something like it's just something that through their bond of husband and wife were able to develop so that's kind of cool like because this whole time like 18 helps krillin um perfect like his techniques you know she she helps him improve them and everything and he helps he helps her improve too which is which is kind of crazy i think because this whole time regardless krillin's just a human and 18 is an android so like from the jump she was always stronger than him and she will always be stronger than him most likely but it's still cool that like they could help each other develop and improve and it really comes out it really comes out like in in super like how much she supports him and um i think that's pretty cool all right we're gonna cover two more all right this is this one's the one that has to get covered because i mentioned yamcha and bulma so obviously this one cannot go unspoken of since they are the one of the main couples right now in the series but vegeta stole bulma from uh yamcha i'm telling you right now it was it was easy it was easy you know yamcha had wandering eyes he he had the he just couldn't help himself from looking at other women and piquing their interest so of course of course after the frieza saga when vegeta comes back to earth he says let me get that annoying lady that's mine so basically um akari Toriyama. I believe in passing from what I've seen online has has stated that um Bulma and Vegeta's relationship kind of started off uh ooh how do you kids call this nowadays uh they were talking you know quote unquote talking hooking up from time to time you know what I mean all right so that's how that started off so that's a little weird you know like this this chick traveled through space basically to beat you up well not that she can fight but to get her gang to beat you up and um and you've just been like just a pain in their reality since you entered the saga but hey you know whatever all right so this you know this relationship's kind of crazy because like i said like vegeta's been a pain in their butt the whole time and like when they when bulma and vegeta first met during the frieza saga like bulma literally had nightmares i I don't know if you guys remember but she literally had nightmares about vegeta and then like and then like vegeta always has found bulma to be like a nuisance but you know like ever since they had like they had their son trunks then like they went through all that time with the cell saga you got to see you know what trunks like grows up to be so like that that was kind of something that helped out with their relationship too i think and then in super it all kind of comes together then it gets stated why vegeta and bulma are such a good pair and it's because um vegeta says it it's because bulma is like the closest thing to a Saiyan woman. So like her personality really closely resembles what Saiyan women were like. So basically like to an extent, 
you know, Boma reminds him of home and everything like that. So I think that's part of the reason, another part of the reason why they can like bond so well. And though, even though like they, he doesn't show it, like he does, he's not, Vegeta's not good at showing like that emotional soft side, you know, and it very rarely comes out. It, it, It comes out in like these extreme moments and that's probably that's one of the reasons why I like Vegeta so much because he's such like a tough guy but then you really get to see like that like little like you get to see the little bit of that soft side from time to time and I think that's kind of cool especially with like the way he he is and for those of you who've seen um the Dragon Ball Z movies so there's a there's a there's a part in in the movie in the Dragon Ball Super movie where like Beerus slaps Bulma and like Vegeta knows Beerus is a deity. You know, Vegeta knows he's just a mere mortal. He stands no chance against a deity. He already got it. He already got it. I'm pretty sure he already got beat up by Beerus before Bulma slapped him. I'm pr- I, I'd have to go back and rewatch this because it's been a while since I've seen the movie now. But basically, Vegeta springs into action. And because of because of his anger, his like the offense he felt seeing Bulma being slapped, you know, that that fueled him to reach a new level. So that that right there goes to show you how like how much of a loving person Vegeta is because to to see her get hurt and to know you you have no chance against a god but to still go charge headfirst into that fight and stand your ground like he he was able to hold out against Beerus for a while it's a it's a good fight if you have not seen that just look up like just look look it up on YouTube you know uh Vegeta versus Beerus it's good it's a good fight and like the emotions are high in that one and then another like another part where you like really see how much Vegeta cares about Bulma is like they're having their second kid and you know he gets the invitation for the tournament of power but instead of like going off to another planet to train and everything Vegeta stayed by Bulma's side for her pregnancy he would not leave until that child was born so Vegeta said I don't care I don't care about this tournament this baby needs to be born before I can go and do anything I need to be by Bulma's side and they literally had to get I think it was Weiss had to use some ability of his to basically you know expedite this this pregnancy just to get Vegeta to fight in the um, tournament of power so it, it it's so crazy like the difference between like Goku and Vegeta because Vegeta's more tied into that like Saiyan heritage so he does things more by the book and even though he seems like a distant cold person he's very caring and loving so it it's kind of cool to see like the difference between Goku and Vegeta you know the with the strong Saiyan heritage being raised and everything in that society and then Goku just kind of being um wilderness guy you know (laughs) like it's just so different and our final couple in this segment is trunks and Mai. so if you've seen all of dragon ball super this one this one pulls on the heartstrings i'm um, i'm gonna be honest with you this one is this one gets you there all right so basically obviously trunks half-blooded saiyan my full-blooded human all right post-apocalyptic world tragedy strikes goku black appears destroying everything before that trunks and my you know enjoyed like dinners with bulma it, it, like they had the whole couple thing going on you know she would come over hang out with trunks and his mom things like that she got around she got around well then all this like goku black stuff goes down and this girl even though not being able to fly not being able to to do anything crazy still fights along trunks's side goes against goku black all right i just want i i just want you to comprehend this a mere human 
with smoke grenades and rif- and a rifle is going against Goku Black and fighting alongside Trunks. Like that's crazy. That that speaks volumes right there. Like on her her love and devotion and will to to protect the things that she cares about. I just want I just want that to settle in for a minute, okay? You know, like did did Chi Chi did she ever ask to go to Namek and help Goku? Honestly, after Dragon Ball, did Chi Chi ever do anything? No. <laughs> She was, like, too busy, like, just focusing on Gohan. She didn't really care about Goku that much. But, like, come on, man. Bulma doesn't even... Bulma goes to watch fights. She doesn't help out in them or anything like that. So, just just, just throwing that out there. And they're through Dragon Ball Super, through the whole, like, Goku Black saga, I guess you, you could call it, in that series. Like, their, their bond just grows more and more. Even after surviving the... the apocalypse like what what's gonna break like it seems like nothing could break that bond and love apart they survived the apocalypse together and then somehow we believe that this can only make the relationship stronger with my so it's kind of like i don't know it, it's it's crazy i know it's like different universes and everything so i don't know if like trunks and my in in the regular universe are gonna end up growing up to have that much of a bond but you already see like as kids they're falling for each other so it's kind of cool and you kind of hope that like they end up sticking it out and having such a strong bond like alternate universe trunks and my do so i guess we'll find out because we do know dragon ball super is gonna continue and only because of like the pandemic and everything that's going on now they haven't been able to put out more episodes but we will find out soon so on that note i want to say thank you everyone for sticking around i hope you are having an enjoyable valentine's day today i know i am and i hope you enjoyed this segment i hope there in the future we can do more things like this that correlate with like our holidays and things like that um i really had fun making this right now and i'm probably gonna have probably gonna have more fun editing this because <laughs> now i get to go back and hear every time i accidentally messed up a word or something like that and the, the bloopers for me i I think are hysterical because of my reaction sometimes. But with that said, until next time, peace out, take care, enjoy. Thank you.